dark outside when Canines for Camo Executive Director Joy Weiss arrives at my driveway. Good morning. Oh, you look all fancy. I look all volunteery. Well, I was like, I don't really know what to wear. You look and I was like, cute I know as a dog. To wear jeans to work. It's 6:15 a.m. Your coffee smells good. I haven't had <sighs> any coffee today. We are driving to Branson. You know, I only know get off on 86. To meet the sales team at Blue Green Vacations Wilderness Club at Big Cedar. Good job, Joy. I don't know. Yeah, go yeah, go this way. If you haven't heard of Big Cedar Lodge near Branson, Google it. It's a 40-acre property with rustic cabins and suites right on Table Rock Lake. Maybe you've heard of Bass Pro, same owner, Johnny Morse, and this guy doesn't do anything unless it's top-notch and brimming with rustic charm. Joy and I will connect here with Canines for Camo founder, John Lopez. I think this might be John behind me. And trainer, Rebecca Turncut. Third floor. Hi, here we are. To explain our mission to the blue-green sales team. Do you think we should just wait for the others? What you looking for? Um, so we're here with Canines for Camo. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yep. I think we're in the right spot. You are? Okay. And I'm actually going to show you because you're going to be on the second floor. Okay. Okay. But this isn't just a meet and greet. I really appreciate you guys coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's our pleasure. We're happy to do it. Of course. Katie Cote is on the Blue Green Vacations team, and she's organized an entire month of fundraising to benefit Canines for Camo. They come up here and they hang out, um, they have their meeting, and then they go and they show guests the property. At 7.30, the sales team assembles for its regular meeting. This is one of our biggest producing lines okay. on this floor. And then we have our in-house department downstairs, which is where Dan works. She's talking about Dan Holman, the veteran with service dog Nico. You likely heard his story in past episodes. Nico and Dan are here as well to help us preach the canine's mission to his co-workers. Yeah, Nico. Oh, yeah. Sit. I know, buddy. You just recognized me, didn't you? John helped with Nico's training, assisting Michael Boston, who you met in episode 19. We're here to talk about our program, but before that... The sales team celebrates their recent wins. Now it's Katie's turn to address the group. So again, I'm Katie. Um, I appreciate you guys all coming in a little earlier this morning. Um, we do have the organization Canines for Camo with us today. Uh, again, I, I explained it a little bit um, a couple days ago, but just a reminder, Canines for Camo is an organization that we are um, doing a fundraiser for for the month of September. The entire month of September, you guys. Katie and her coworkers are encouraging donations from staff and visitors for 30 days. Here's how. There are a couple of ways to donate. Um, how we're doing here, we of course have the t-shirts. Um, we have a bunch downstairs. So we have this color and then we also have a dark blue that Ashley's wearing. Um, they are $15 a shirt. Again, all proceeds go to Canines for Camo. We have jean days. I know normally we do, what is it, Friday and Saturday? 
that you guys are allowed to wear jeans. Um, we are going back just for the month of September where to wear jeans, you do have to donate $5 for one day or anything over $5, you can do it for both days. Um, that is what Howard allowed us. Um, we couldn't do every day, unfortunately. You will get a sticker that says, I am wearing jeans for canines for camo that you can wear. Um, the other really cool thing, which I'm really excited about, Angie, if you'll take it away on the last one. Howard was generous enough to give us two two-night, three-day stays at Branson Theaters that we can raffle off, and the entire thing, 100% of it, will go to Canine for Camo. John so and Joy start sharing our story. Canines for Camo is an organization that, that tries to help three different um, entities, which would be uh, our uh, dogs that we rescue from local rescue groups, our veterans and our uh, offenders who are in the prison that when they come out we also try to help. We try to give them new life skills so that they can, they can uh, come out and train dogs instead of other things. So we've been doing this since 2015. We've been a nonprofit since 2017. And uh, what we try to do is match the veteran with whatever they need. So we've done uh, diabetic alert, seizure detection, we've done narcolepsy, stability, anything that the veteran needs, we try to figure out how to uh, get the dog to do that. So uh, real quick, like with the diabetic alert training that we're gonna start with uh, Nico for Dan, it's a simple, uh, not a medical thing for a dog. All we train is that when they're below a certain number, they smell the sugar level on the breath and they get a treat. When they're above a certain level, they sh And so what they know is as they're smelling, you know, anywhere from 10 to some breeds, uh, 100 million scent glands, they could smell anyone who's low or high and they'll alert you not to tell you you're low or high, but to get a treat from you. The thing I think is so cool about this organization is it's all about second chances. and. Everybody deserves one. The dogs get one, you know, when we find them in a shelter and so many of them, like, they've got baggage, you know, they need a second chance, they've been abused, all of these things. They're looking for a certain energy with them. When we find it, they go immediately up to Jefferson City Correctional. So Jefferson City Correctional is a level five um, <coughs> facility, which means most of those inmates um, are serving very, very long term or they're not getting out at all. We do have one who is going to be able to get out in November. He's been there for over 30 years. And so this is gonna be a whole new experience for him. You think about not having a cell phone, using the internet, all of this stuff. And so that's part of what we do too, is we'll be helping him find a job. He'll be working with us, with the dogs. And, and you know, so again, there's that second chance. And we know that sometimes those stories don't always end the way that we hope that they would, but he deserves that chance. And so we're gonna provide that. The, uh, the offender trainers are incredible and they really, really pour into each of these dogs because it's their chance to give back. It's their chance to, you know, do something, make amends, as they would say, for what they've done. Um, they'll produce uh, like a little book on each dog when it's their time to go to the veteran. So all the things they've learned, all their commands, all the stuff they've trained them on, their photos, um, and they take what they do very seriously. The sales team is not short of questions. How many dogs do you do per year? We want to do 22 dogs per year. This year we're only going to do probably 10 because of funding and, and uh, uh, reorganization. Uh, our biggest year we did 30. When they're in Jefferson City, do they stay with the prisoner, like in the yeah. cell, or they have like a kennel? or they, There's two dogs per cell 
and there's two uh, inmates per cell, and they live there from anywhere from three months to eight months, depending on training. Um, what ages when you're rescuing these animals uh, are you trying to look at? They do between six months and 18 months, and that's because uh, pre-six months is a lot of puppy energy. Um, six months is still puppy energy, but we look for what we call old souls. And so if you've ever owned a dog like that from a time they're eight weeks until the time they die, they're the same calm energy. And so uh, as far as an organization, if you know of a lot of dogs that need rescue, that's not something we do because most dogs don't work for our rescue. About one in 30 are the proper energy. Our trainer, Rebecca, also has service dog Jane, who demonstrates how she helps her veteran, Matt. She is ball, ball, ball crazy. <laughs> Mostly all day, uh, you know, with Matt being in, in, in the chair, is uh, she picks stuff up for him all day. She's uh, very good at that, and, and uh, like Rebecca said, he also uh, has some other things that, that she helps with psychologically, and that's been the big impact. John let the group know they could also volunteer with us, and one blue-green employee spoke up to remind people the company allows time off for that. And remember guys, everybody gets two days. Not that it's a lot, but if they need people each day, you get two days from the company for volunteering. Keep that in mind. That same guy put out a challenge to his coworkers. Sir, can you tell them how much a dog costs so they all can write the checks to sure. make it? <laughs> so the average cost of a dog is 11000 and so uh, if you look at uh, training and in, in, uh, standard training, it can be over 35,000 for diabetic alert. So today we could probably cover about four dogs, <laughs> three dogs. That'd be amazing. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I would give $1,000 if everybody in here would donate also. Unbelievable, I will do it. All right. If you, if you give 1000 I'll give 1000 Wow. Before we left that day, $500 in cash had already been collected from the team. Yeah, we can't thank you all enough for doing this. It means a lot to us. Thank you again for letting us crash. Today's episode is dropping on August 31st. I'll let you know how the blue-green team does after their September campaign is over. They agreed to this effort even before we came to visit that day. Most likely because of Dan and Nico, who walk the grounds and among the cubicles every day. Thank you, Blue Green. This is big for us, and we can't wait till October. This has been a production of Canines for Camo, an organization that serves those who served us. If you would like to make a donation, find us on Facebook or go to caninesforcamo.org. If you like what you hear on this podcast, make sure and subscribe so you'll be able to see the next episode when it drops. Until next time, I'm Lisa Hamblin.